From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Call us up today. Join in on the radio show. We've got from Streamline Services, Jerry Carnell. Jerry, we're going to assign all electrical questions to you. Does that make sense? All right. Chad Woodworth, he's going to get the plumbing questions. Yeah? Yes, sir. Either one of you can't <laughs> anything from HVAC? No, sir. No, not a thing. <laughs> not, at all. not a blasted thing. We're going to I'll kick it over to Brock. Good to see you, Dave. Thank you. We're excited you're back. We missed you last week. I, you know, I, I wanted to be here, but then I was in intensive care, so I figured I, I would not be here. Right, you know? right. Well, we're That's we're right. excited you're back. That's Very right. happy. Thank Brian you. Finch from Finch Quality Painting. How you doing, yep. Brian? I'm doing well. How's it going, Brian? Good, good. We're uh, we're happy to be online today and on the air talking about your home and and what you can do to make your home top shelf. I'm ex- I'm excited. There's there's an electrician here today. Yeah. Golly, my, you know we do we do crawl spaces. We seal crawl spaces for a living. Mold remediation, that kind of stuff. Yep. We feel like there's a lack of electricians in the area. We are struggling to find really good electricians to come out and give you good, accurate information. Do what they say they're going to do. Do it correctly and pull the right permits. Have you guys been <laughs> running into that? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, I uh, mean, you're cleaning yeah, up absolutely. after people's it's, work. Um, it's very very hard to find right now. Um, you get that that honest person that's going to come out there and uh, tell you exactly what you need, let you know what all permits is needed. I mean, it's, it's it's hard to find. Well, you know, there's three licensed trades. We've got HVAC, we've got electrical, we've got right. plumbing. And Streamline, I mean, you guys are a one-stop shop. If, regardless of the trade, you guys can pretty much handle it. Isn't that right? That's correct. That's good, good. One of the things that I've pointed out, something simple you need to get done in your home. In my case, I have, well, we started with one thing, and it led to another, and it led to another. We were replacing the sink. Well, I never had a disposal in the sink. Right. So wouldn't it be nice to have a garbage disposal in the sink? I pick up the phone. I call one guy. He says, yeah, I'm a plumber, but I'm not an electrician. And we really need to be there at the same time yep. that day. And it's up to you to coordinate it. You've yeah, got to I'm call not, an electrician. You've got to call the plumber. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Now, Jerry and Chad, can we do this with Streamlight? Absolutely. You don't have to call five different people to find out. You know, if if I can get an electrician or a plumber at the same time, just give us a call and we can send that electrician and plumber out at the same time, and you have upfront prices on everything you possibly could uh, imagine. You'd be surprised how often you you need to bring out an electrician to just go over your property. I cannot tell you how yeah. often we find live wires in in the crawl space in the attic space. Really? Yeah, we'll go in and lay down radiant barrier or put it up on the rafters. Touches a live wire. There's mm. a spark, yep. and it's like, oh, pff, okay. Don't know how long this has been going <laughs> on. You want to catch that before your house catches you on fire. Know? You do. You do. Wow. So just like any other trade, I always recommend have an electrician come out. Once or twice a year, just to do a once-over, check your panel, make sure everything is working properly, okay. uh, it, it is definitely worth it. All right. How about this scenario? You're just living your life, and, you, you know, you got the toaster going, you're doing whatever, you're in the kitchen, and it go, the, the – I've forgotten what the GFC mm-hmm. goes off, right? Now you just push the button again. Yeah. <laughs> You just push the button and it restarts the whole thing, right? Correct. Theoretically. 
Now I'm I, I, I'm I'm the amateur here, but theoretically, when that thing keeps kicking off, shouldn't I have somebody come by to fix the main problem? There's there's always a main problem when a breaker trips or a GFCI trips. There's obviously there's an issue, right? There's it just doesn't trip for a reason, right? I mean, on a GFCI, it may be an overload or something like that, but there's a reason why it has tripped. A lot of people just think, oh, I can just push the button, reset it, or I can just reset the breaker or whatever it may be. But there is a reason why it is always tripping. Not because I was running the printer and the and the vacuum cleaner at the same time. It could be. But it could be. There's always a reason. Cause and effect. Right. Could be. All right. Got a plumbing question? Talk to Chad. Got an electrical question or even a plumbing question? Talk to Jerry. Uh, you got a painting question? Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. How you doing, Dave? Good. Been busy? Gosh, this week's been really, really busy. Is it outside painting time yet? It is. It is. It's been, uh, we've been painting outside for a few months. Um, give or take, you know, the days that it rains, um, we've had a rainy winter. So it's been, I know, it's been I, tough. I know I don't want to paint outside in the hot sunshine. Sure. But do you? I love it. Really? I actually love it. Okay. I do. Um, we actually are busiest this month through June, and when school lets out, we're kind of not as busy in June and July, so it's just a little bit different of a schedule, but uh, we're hoping to get this pent-up demand that's kind of been happening with the COVID thing, so we're trying to get back into the um, the residential market like that. All right, so if you've got some interior painting questions. Or exterior. Or staining. exterior. Talk to Brian today. In fact, the next caller with a question to either of our, any of our experts, uh, call up. You'll get a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call us with your home improvement question at this number, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Uh, Brian, talk to me about uh, interior painting. A uh, big deal in my parents' house was that they painted with one kind of paint, and then they painted on top of it. Wow. And, you know, I mean, you know, shouldn't have been a difficult thing. And then it peeled off. Sure, sure. Now, this may explain something about the Alexander boys. Sure. Because it, there might have been lead paint involved there. <laughs> you, you don't want to eat that. You don't want to eat that. Well, we, de- we were encouraged, actually, to flip it down. <laughs> we were, Dad said, listen, guys, I got to admit – we got to get this stuff unstuck from the other stuff. Do you find yourself going into a house and saying, I, I can't paint this stuff on top of that stuff? Sure, sure. So the preparatory part of it is everything, I think. Um, you know, when we go into a house and we see something flaking off or, or coming off the wall, um, we want to kind of figure out why it's doing that. And a lot of times it could be water penetration from the roof. Um, really we've seen a lot of that recently and so we uh we'll bring a roofer in maybe to do an inspection on the ceiling and the roof and then we'll come in and we'll uh hopefully fix the plaster or the drywall underneath all right and if somebody did have see this is a big common common problem they honestly they take a look at their walls and say well i'd call brian finch but you know i gotta call i, I gotta call joe's drywall first do i no, no, we, we we do all the drywall in house. Um, we do most um, any kind of rot repair that you need, any kind of uh, woodwork, any kind of maintenance like that. So, very good, Judy in Nighttail. Thank you very much for the phone call. How you doing, Judy? Hi, 
Hey, what's Thanks up? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's going on? I just wanted to know, I see people always uh, painting their front door, and I tried to do that last year, but didn't do too good of a job. So I figure it's just, I think it's the steel front door, and so when I painted it, it really looks kind of rough, and so I'm sure I must have done something wrong. It was the first time the door had ever been painted. Um so, and I wondered if there's also a different type of paint I'm supposed to use on a steel door versus, you know, a wood door or whatever. Paint for a steel door. Now, that's a great question. Um, did you prime the door by chance? Do you know? Not. <laughs> Judy, did you put prime on it? I did not. You put you put on something that probably said paint and prime in one coat. I did. You did. Okay, okay. And that's that's fine, too. Sometimes that can work. Um, sometimes, though, with metal doors, you might want to use, and we kind of do this in, in, in everyday life with us, is we use more industrial primers for metal. And so we'll go with a pro-industrial uh, Sure-Krill product that's from Sherwin-Williams, and that actually is a really good primer for metal doors, or um, a Kim Chromic, which is a great primer as well. And a Kim Chromic actually has a rust inhibitor in it, and so it allows it to last for up to about 20 years for your paint. Judy, you're not the only one. I've got a uh, my front door yeah. is painted green. It looks beautiful. It's yeah. bubbling at the bottom of it. Yeah. I'm not the guy you want to come out and paint your house. You need to bring Brian out there to do the inspection. Now, now she's done something, sure. you know, and it's caused her less than satisfactory performance. What's she got to do now? She just needs to go out and possibly get maybe a semi-gloss or a gloss paint and just sand her door gently with maybe a medium sanding sponge and then right. go over it with uh, a paintbrush with some gloss on it and, and, and see uh, some exterior gloss. And I think right now, this time of year, we would go with a Resilience from Sherwin-Williams or a Duration. Um, those are really great paints, and especially the Resilience in this time of year uh, with the, having pop-up rain showers in the afternoon – the resilience has the opportunity to dry faster, so it's a good oh. thing. Yeah. Judy, does that answer your question? It does. It helps a lot. And so I just need to actually, I guess I just need to take it down, and then I need to do the wet sanding like he suggested and then put paint back over it, correct? Well, you don't even have to take it off the hinges, really. I think you just uh, go and kind of give it a nice sand and then put some paint on it, and hopefully with the resilience it should dry pretty fairly quickly with this temperature. So. Did you did you suggest wet sanding? No, I don't think wet sanding would be uh, needed or necessary in this um, in this in this portion. So I think you just do a dry sand. Makes sense, Judy. A sponge, correct? Congrats, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sanding sponge. A sanding sponge. Yeah, and if you leave the door on the hinges, you can put down some plastic or a towel at the base of the door when you're doing the sanding. Try to catch some of that uh, some of that dust coming off the door. That way, you're not having to pull it off the hinges. All right, well, Judy. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Judy. you. Congratulations. You have got that $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Friday's indoor and outdoor seating available at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Thank you, Judy. All right. Take care. Good call. We've got the in-studio, the fellows from Streamline Services, Jerry Carnell, uh, who's going to handle all plumbing and electrical questions, Chad Woodworth, who 
will um, specialize in plumbing today. Any, nobody from HVAC? No. <laughs> Not today. Not today. But. Okay, but if you need something answered about HVAC, you know, you call Streamline Service, set up something. And Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. We're also going to talk with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. This is making your home great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. Here is Brock Emmons of Triangle Radium Bearer. Hello, sir. Hello. How you doing? Oh, you know, it's Saturday. I'm enjoying life. How about yourself? I think it's a good it's a good afternoon to talk about your house and your home. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting is here in studio. Say hello. Hello. Hello, Dave. All right. <laughs> Jerry Carnell, who's going to... Talk to us from Streamline Services and Chad Woodworth of Streamline Services. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. All right. Let's talk about plumbing. Let's talk about, uh, you know, there's the intake and then the outflow. There is the uh, water in and then there's the water out. I find I'm not getting the water out as effectively as, let's just say, as six months ago. What could be my problem here? A flush and it doesn't doesn't always go could be several issues um, pull that microphone close yeah could be several issues going on but uh first question i would have is it just your toilet that's just the problem or is it every fixture in your house you're noticing no nah, it's, it's just the toilet it's uh, just the toilet i would say you probably have an issue with your toilet a lot of times what will happen is really your p-trap is actually built inside your toilet yeah um so when that sometimes uh gets jammed up it doesn't allow proper flow so if it's just isolated to the toilet, I'd be pretty confident to say you have a toilet issue. I'm 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 really hoping that it has something to do with the town. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody feels that way. At some point, the town or the village takes over, right? There's a pipe coming from the, I'm I'm teaching here. You're te- There's a pipe, <laughs> pipe coming from my house out to the road, right? Correct. And at some point, it's them not me. Yes. Yeah? Can you help me figure that out? <laughs> to my best ability, yes. Um, every muni- municipality is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but City of Raleigh, they, you're required, um, you're responsible up to the tap. So sometimes it can be a little bit challenging. Yeah. Um, but if you were to run into an ins- instance where you feel there's an issue, Best bet is to have the city come out and take a look at it. You can send a camera down, right? Absolutely. And you can tell with the measurements and how much cable you sent where exactly that obstruction. You understand it being deliberately vague here. Yes. So we actually have the ability to send the camera down and not just guess on how far out we are. We have a locating device that will pinpoint the head of that camera, give us the depth of the camera, and also – let us know how far we are out. So, how, how often do you run into tree root problems with right. that? I mean, I would wow. assume that would be really efficient tracking where uh, certain roots have, have caused sure. a breach in the pipe. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we run into tree roots quite often. Um, you know, older homes that have the old cast iron pipe, we right. see it more present there than a newer home with PVC piping. Um, but we do run into it with PVC as well. Um, you know, new construction, they're in there with all the machines, they hit the clean out that's sticking eight feet up in the air. It breaks four feet down. No one knows about it until 10 years later. Eventually, starts stuff starts growing in there. So 
Well, and, and you would be surprised how often we run into leaks, you know, in the crawl space. We get down, the customer brings us out. We're, yeah. you know, either replacing the insulation or doing mold remediation. And while my guys are down there, uh, they notice, uh, oh, they, they have connectors that are leaking. Or, you know, and unfortunately, yeah. every once in a while, the customer flushes the toilet while my guys are down in the crawl space. Oh, no, 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 no. We notice a different type of leak. Uh, so getting back, just like with the electrician coming out once or twice a year, you probably want to have your plumber come out a couple of times a year, especially if you have a crawl space. I mean, how often are you under the house? So it's pretty important to have somebody down there if they can tell you, hey, this is a small leak now or a, a, a leaking toilet at the subfloor. The wax ring is not sealed properly. We run into that all the time. Right. You want to have those answers before it causes $3,000 in mold remediation problems. Absolutely, Brock. And uh, to be quite honest, Streamline, we've got a, a wonderful maintenance program. and It includes yeah. four visits a year. Nice. So you get wow. a plumber out once, an electrician out once, and mm-hmm. then the HVAC guys come out, and they'll do a system tune-up on your AC and your heat twice a year. Wait uh, so we got, That's not we got bad. Plenty. I like that. Nice. We got yeah. a lot of our um, a lot of our clients just like the professional going through their house once a year, just doing a once over, making sure everything's in top shape. And now, is that going to cost me a thousand dollars to do an annual service, or is it? Uh... Nope. It's uh, we we have a membership enrollment for as little as nineteen ninety five a month. Oh wow! Wow, that yeah, is right. worth That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, there's a lot of folks who are like. I don't know, you know, I don't I don't see the benefit in having them examine perfectly good pipes. Till you have right? to call me out and spend four thousand dollars to remediate the mold it caused. Right. Yeah. But well the other side of it is that okay, when something does go bad, if you already have a plumber or an electrical contractor or an H V A C group already signed up with you. I mean, this is the benefit of this show is that we get to meet the plumber. Right. Right? You already know these guys. You're you're in a situation where that can, you know, can benefit you. You're you're not you're not faced with just picking out the we used to have the yellow pages. You just go to the yellow pages. Yeah. Now we just go to Google. <laughs> and we go to Google and, and find out whatever. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting is here. Brian Exterior painting. What's the best exterior painting I can buy? Gosh, Dave, that's a good question. Or can you tell me? You need to know the surface, Depending don't you? on the surface, right. It's true. The substrate's always going to be the most important thing, so you want to look at what you're painting. But um, right now we're big on duration, um, outdoor um, exterior paint from Sherwin-Williams and Resilience. Um, this time of year you've got kind of a high humidity factor outside. Yeah. And so the Resilience is a really good paint because it has a lot of uh, moisture and um, non-mold uh, ingredient in it. And it also it dries a lot quicker in the afternoon. So if you have the pop-up showers coming in in the afternoon, you won't get any kind of rain on that. And it'll kind of hopefully be okay if you finish up an hour ahead of time. And if somebody had a project like a deck that theoretically the boards had been replaced Six months ago, we could call you, too. Sure, sure, sure. So we'll go in there, and we'll do a little sanding and put a little oil-based uh, stain on there. All right. It's not a theoretical question. I actually <laughs> do have a deck that's been replaced. Call us up right now. We're going to open this up again for a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar & Grill. Call this number, 919 860 
ask a question of the guys from Streamline Services or Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, News, Talk, Traffic, and Your Home. Call us right now, jump in with a question for any of the guys, uh, and you will win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner specials with, um, let's see, fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays. Call us up right now. 919-860-9783. I'm glad these Streamline guys are here today. Um, One of the big reasons is, Dave, I've got gas. I'm so sorry. Not not that kind of (laughs) gas, Dave. Natural gas. You have natural gas? Natural gas. Okay, so most customers, most people that live here in the Metroplex, they have uh, water heaters. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's had a water heater knows these things go out five, eight, nine years down the road. They leak. If they're in the crawl space, the base can rust out if there's not a pan underneath it. I'm contemplating moving over to a tankless, right? And I've been told that that's a really good thing to do if you're running natural gas. Do you guys do tankless? We do install tankless water heaters. Okay. Well, what are the benefits, the pros and cons, going with a tankless over a, a normal one? So the one of the big pros of a tankless water heater versus a standard gas water heater or a standard electric water heater is that with the tankless, you're not using any type of gas or anything like that until you actually call for hot water. So okay. you're not constantly burning gas. You're not constantly using electricity to actually heat your water. Right. Um, with a standard or traditional tanked water heater, you're constantly burning gas, even though you're not using it. If you're not at home, you don't set it on you know, vacation mode or anything like that, you're still constantly using gas. I'm literally heating my water, then stopping that process. Correct. And letting it cool down and then heating my water again. Mm-hmm. Whether I got three teenage girls or, or not. <laughs> now, with the tankless, is it immediate that I'm going to get the, the no, hot water? It no, is, it is not instant hot water. It's continuous hot water. If you have a person that's in your house that is a bath person, yeah, they can literally fill that garden tub up or whatever kind of bathtub it is that you have with continuous hot water much as i want as much as you want you know you remember a couple of weeks ago we had a caller that called in and he said look my wife takes baths she's having to to fill up a pan with boiling water because she runs out of hot water about halfway through Great and then start. add to it right. my wife does the same we have a jacuzzi tub in our bathroom it's a big she bathtub heats up, heats up water well, on the stove if you if you crank <laughs> the hot water yeah if you crank the hot water and fill up your bath you yeah. run out of hot water about halfway full so you're having to add hot water to this to right. get it up to the level that right. you want it. Right. So it's an ongoing. So you're saying if I got one of these tankless water heaters mm-hmm. and I had a wife and three kids and my relatives are in town and I'm the last guy who gets to take a shower that you're day. You're going to have hot water. It's going to be a hot. See, I like that. And you're, three you're gonna teenage take that hot shower. You're, you're not going to have to <laughs> sacrifice that cold shower at the last end of the day when you're getting home and everybody else is taking a shower and it's like, oh, well, it's my turn. Let's go ahead and take a shower. And you're thinking it's going to be warm to kind of loosen your muscles up no yeah and it's not a large piece of equipment no it's not it it'll you'll move it to like hanging on the outside of the house put it on the outside of the house if you have enough room in your crawl space we can put it in the crawl space and put a direct vent in um most of our installs i'd say at least 80 to 85 percent of our installs are on the outside of the house i mean it's not a very very big device it's 
it's almost the size of an electrical panel on the outside of the house. Right. Uh, it's a little bit deeper, but I mean, it's, it really doesn't take up any room. That, and you have the peace of mind if you have that water heater that's in your attic. Um, everybody always calls it a ticking time bomb. Yep. Um, you can get it out of there. We cap all the water lines off. You don't have to worry about if something were to happen in your attic and leaking down into the second floor or wherever it may be. Well, and as per the U.S. Department of Energy, they say if you have an electric water heater. Now, if yeah. you have gas, natural gas run to the property, but you have an electric water heater, you okay. can remove the electric water heater and put in a gas tankless. Correct. Well, 8 to 10% of your utility bill goes to heating your water right. to, for the same point you just mentioned. Right. It heats it up. It cools down. It heats it up. It's an ongoing thing that's always happening. So if you put in one of these tankless, you can actually make a pretty measurable impact on your on your electric bill. Absolutely. You will you'll will be able to see that electric bill drop. There will be a day when we look back on that, right? And we say to ourselves, why did we ever do that? Mm-hmm. Why did we heat the water just to let it cool? All right. Makes sense. Oh, it does make sense. Does make sense. There's a lot of tankless out there. I mean, I inspect a ton of homes, and, right. and it really most customers, most people are trying to push over to the tankless system. It's just a more efficient system. Right. We got to wake up, Brian. <laughs> Brian Finches. Brian Finches had a long week, and it was spotlight, spotlighted by my long night last night. But he's he's wide awake with us now. God bless you, Brian. I appreciate that, Dave. Thank you, <laughs> Brian. Yes or no? Are there some really um, amateurish, amateur painters in the world? That's me. me. That's me right here. Yeah, that's me right here. All, yeah. all, all right four here. of us, but Brian. We got, we got a plumber, <laughs> an electrician, a radio guy, and a, and a, and a, 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 installation, an installation mold, mold right. remediation guy. We're all saying, yeah, I don't want to paint either. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody's a painter at heart. I think everybody's done some painting. Everybody likes to kind of get their hands dirty every once in a while. So I think, you know um, – we yeah. try. We give it a valiant effort. It's right. just the the end result is never as nice as you thought uh, as, as you thought it would be. I'll sit back and watch my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's like carpenters. Oh yeah. Oh, I can I can mm-hmm. nail two. I can put two pieces of wood together. That's no problem at all. Making it plumb. Well, that's that's a different that's thing altogether. Yeah. Deck has a slope to it. It's now. exactly yeah. right. Uh-huh. You always got the neighborhood guys putting in a deck to make it straight. Is a different thing, but anybody can paint except, Brian, you've been painting for a long time, haven't you? I have been. I've been painting for about 15 years. Um, just started in college, uh, redoing my own houses uh, for you know cheaper rent, um, trying to help out the landlord, kind of right. beautify his house, and then uh, move along to the neighbor's houses, and then just kind of um, kind of went from there. And you're good at it. I feel like I am. Um, I've <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't do as much in the field anymore. I'm, I'm kind of more of a specialty project kind of guy. So I think I'm next week. I've got a floor that I'm going to sand down um, and do a gray wash on. What is that? It's kind of unique. Um, so it's basically a blend of a fifty-fifty mix of an oil-based paint, which in this case we're going to do an agreeable gray at seventy-five percent. Yeah. And then we're going to cut it with fifty percent of that, and we're going to put we're going to pour that. Excuse me. We're going to cut it with seventy-five percent of the actual colorant. But we're going to take the paint and pour it in a bucket, and then we're going to split that paint with a 50-50 mix of um, paint thinner, and then we're going to stir it around. Yeah. And it's going to make a gray wash. And so what we're going to do is we're going to sand a kitchen floor down with hardwoods, and we're going to 
work the gray wash into the kitchen floor and kind of show the kitchen's uh you know true colors with that and kind of give it a little bit more of a rustic vibe and then we're going to put a satin poly over top of it that's why that's why you call out brian and you don't call out me that entire thing went over my head but (laughs) brian i was going to do that this weekend at my house (laughs) um except i didn't understand what that was all about sure sure no that's my monday morning (laughs) That's your Monday. Well, you also do uh, epoxy garage floors. Is that right? Sure. I mean, there's a huge market for that here. Anybody who's ever accidentally done an oil change in their garage, spilt a little bit of oil, now you've got to put cat litter on it and let it soak up for three days, and you still have a stain there. That epoxy stuff works pretty good with oil, doesn't it? It really does, and also, too, with even brake fluid, um, we've got this one clear coat that we can put on. It's called Rexthane. It's an armor seal. Um, it's a, it's an unbelievable coating, and it, it works very well in industrial situations, but also, too, in, um, in residential environments as well. Yeah. And it, it, this is for the for the garage floor. Yeah, Dave, it's for the garage floor. It goes over top of the epoxy. So what happens is we put the epoxy down, and then we'll let it dry, and we may can even kind of scatter some flakes in if the if the homeowner chooses yeah. to do so, and then we'll put a clear coat on it. And sometimes a clear coat can be a little bit less expensive, but you can go for the industrial clear coat if you're if you're feeling a little bit um, wily, you know, and you want to get a little crazy. You can go out and get that industrial coating and. If you've got kind of a fast car and you like to go drive fast down uh, the belt line, you come in, it doesn't have any hot, hot tire pickup or anything like that. Hot tire, yeah. Yep. So, and then also, too, it, it alleviates any kind of thing like Brock said with grease or, or uh, brake fluid or, or pneumonia. So It looks so good. Every, every time I see it. I had a customer last week. I had the opportunity to go out and look at his place, and he had his garage door open, big, beautiful right. truck in there, yeah. and his floor. Oh, soon as i saw it i was like oh that that just looks amazing he said oh it was one of the first things i did when we moved in it just it adds so much value just to the garage i mean you walk in there and it looks like an airplane hangar it's hard to describe but it's beautiful really yeah okay tell you what we're gonna offer up this 25 dollars gift certificate to high park bar and grill one more time otherwise i'm going there for either <laughs> lunch or dinner Who's going to stop me at this point? No, really? Nobody. Um, for daily food and drink specials, including the fried chicken, I'm going to show up on Friday for the $6 burger and just go there a couple of times. Uh, prime rib also. Call us up at 919-860-9783. In studio today, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and the guys from Streamline Services, Jerry Carnell, is going to handle any electrical questions. And Chad Woodworth, going to talk about plumbing issues on this show, making your home great. Brock, we haven't talked about triangle radiant barrier in a while. Well, our, our phones are, are ringing pretty aggressively right now the last couple of weeks. We're, we're on the uptick. I think this is getting to our busy part of the season. Uh, you know, the temperature is going to come back here pretty soon. Um, so we're getting a lot of customers that are reaching out, asking about attic ventilation, asking about upgrading the insulation. And, and we're starting to get the call saying, hey, we're getting a musty smell in the house. Mm. Well, yeah. the mold that's been dormant mm. through the winter is no longer dormant. Yeah. It's coming back, and it's going to come back strong. So, you know, these are all items that we can help you with at Triangle Radiant Barrier, and you can reach out to us at any time for a free estimate. All right. And Streamline Services, Jerry and Chad, talk to me about the the, the overall company. We're talking about heating, electrical, cooling, HVAC, yes, sir? That's right. That's correct. Yes. Um, all three trades. All three trades. Mm-hmm. And 
if somebody wants to establish a relationship with the company, oh, Carol's Carol's called in. Carol, hey. yay, Carol, bless you. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Carol, how you doing? Pretty well, thank you. You stopped me in the middle of my thought, but that's okay. <laughs> What's your question? What's your question today? Well, um, we unfortunately had our ice maker in our refrigerator leak. Yes. Um, didn't notice it for we're not even sure exactly how long, but um, our entire first floor is hardwood. Oh. So they've re- recommended that we replace the entire first floor. And um, I wondered if I should take advantage of the opportunity that we've heard some people recommend, and that is to um, do the uh, crawl space in case the, uh, well, I guess whatever the term is, to uh, make that atmosphere better for the hardwood floor to um, not move during the different seasons. That's a, that's a good idea. Um, we work with a lot of flooring companies that reach out to us. Um, they have clients that want bamboo or hardwood or, you know, any any different type of, of wood floor put in. And a lot of these flooring companies uh, actually require you to be able to prove that you're maintaining a humidity level in the crawl space at a, at a certain range, typically below below 65 um, it, it is a good opportunity if you determine which type of, of flooring you want to go with. Um, but if they're going to have to pull up the flooring, did they mention to you whether or not they're going to have to remove any of your subfloor underneath it? So far, that hasn't been indicated. They have removed the flooring for just the area that got so wet. Okay. Until um, they are back now to uh, where... Um, they don't feel that that's damaged but and so far they haven't mentioned it i thought that was pretty rough on the subflooring when they were taking it out and that's kind of worried me uh too whether you know seeing what the uh subflooring goes through when they remove the hardwood um is that really going to be in satisfactory condition to not replace the uh, subflooring, I guess that's just going to be something we have to depend on them for to advise us. But well, I am a little bit concerned about that. Sure. No, that that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, my, my concern with the subfloor would be whether or not that water damaged any of the subfloor uh, visible from the crawl space. Um, oh. We run into a lot of interior leaks that make their way through the subfloor, and you end up, because it's so humid under the house, you end up getting a lot of mold that starts growing on the subfloor, and that can be kind of an expensive problem. Um, it, the good news is is it's, what you were referring to is encapsulation or a sealed crawl space. Okay. Um, that works very, very well, but also sometimes is not necessary, okay? There are other steps that can be taken uh, where you don't necessarily have to go that far. My recommendation is I would uh, reach out to a company you trust. We, you know, at Triangle Radiant Barrier, we'd be more than happy to, to help out. But have somebody come out and do an inspection in the crawl space uh, where they can get good photos and a good look at the subfloor to uh, determine what kind of shape it's in down there. And if we're lucky, uh, maybe there's just a couple of things that we can tweak and give it a better environment down there so you can lay down your new floor. And I would just suggest, if it sounds, Carol, you're honestly, you don't trust, uh, you've got a trust question with your flooring people. If you talk to Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, 
you can put aside that concern. Craig knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. So, I mean, I mean, you've got a very basic question. Has the f- subfloor been damaged to the point where somebody can put a floor on top of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Craig's going to be able to help you out, make you feel better about it. Okay. Or, you know, I would uh, further just take that to asking whether because of the nails and the steeples and everything that they use to put the flooring down, and you can see that it rips up some of the wood, mm-hmm. um, you know, at what point, I guess you have to leave that up to them, uh, whether that new flooring is going to be sufficiently based on uh, the subflooring that is here. I think water-wise that they've taken it back as far as uh, that kind of damage to the subfloor, but just a little concerned. I, I, I mean, it's ugly, right. so I'm not going <laughs> right. to see it, but I just want to know, like I say, just a little concerned if it would be better that they have to do that or how that's determined. Yeah, and you always want to get that information from people that you can trust that are going to give you good, accurate information. So if, if you feel that the company you're working with has done a great job uh, and you trust everything they've been telling you, uh, then hopefully that is the case. If if it's not, then I would I would I would definitely reach out to Craig the Floor Guy at American yeah. Dream Flooring. He's yep. he's one of the best in the industry. Anytime somebody's saying, "Yeah, well, I'm not sure whether X, Y, and Z," you know, your flooring people should have already yeah, had a that conversation mark. with you. Mm-hmm. Carol, thank you. Congratulations. Enjoy the twenty five dollar gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill. Andy in Clayton. Welcome to Making Your Home Great. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing good. I have a paint question. Yes, go ahead. Well, our master bathroom was painted about a year and a half to two years ago. And um, we, we have kind of a, a waxy film, almost streaks on it, after um, we shower. And we always run the exhaust fan. Uh, but then that film seems to stick around, and it's noticeable even even when we don't you know, run a hot shower. Right. I don't know if the wrong paint was used. Uh, we, we hired somebody to do the painting. We didn't do the paint, so I'm assuming you used the correct paint for a bathroom. But we were trying to figure out how to remove that waxy film from the wall. So so this could be kind of, or a couple of things could have happened possibly. Uh, sometimes what happens, too, is sometimes the painter doesn't let the homeowner know that it may need to cure for a couple of days before the shower can be used. And I think that's kind of a key factor, just to let the paint dry fully. And then the curing process does take about 30 days for most water-based paints. But in the bathroom, you kind of also have to use the shower. And so um, a lot of times there are new paints on the market that kind of specialize for those kind of high-humidity situations. And um, Ben Moore has one on the market that's a great paint called Ben Moore Bath & Spa. Um, That's a fantastic paint. We use it quite a bit in bathrooms. And there's also one... That Sherman Williams has, it's the pro industrial pre catalyzed water based epoxy. Um, that's another one that I would definitely use in the bathroom. I had the okay. same problem. I mean, that's why I brought Brian out to my house. They painted the bathroom ceiling in mine because it was just the same problem over and over and over we again. We definitely see it quite a bit. Um, you know, my mother has it. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has that kind of issue with the, you know, is it the fan? Is it the paint? Um, a lot of times it's a little bit of everything. Um, it could be just the way the house sometimes is built. Um, sometimes the the shower can be in kind of a 
kind of a corridor that doesn't have enough space to kind of have that humidity kind of released. And so that's another thing that can affect the painting over the years. And so there's just a lot of factors. Andy, good luck with you. If I needed to change that exhaust fan to a stronger exhaust fan. A lot of times that that does help. I mean, um, that isn't that isn't their option. So, okay, all right. Good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good, good call. Thank you, Andy. Bob in Cary. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Bob? Oh, I'm doing very well. I just good. want to give you a uh, tankless uh, testimonial. Tankless yes. Water heater testimonial. I Go ahead. Put in a Renai back in 2000. Uh, that's about 20-some-odd years ago. haven't had any trouble with it, 6.3 gallons of 140-degree water a minute. And But what it did do is it reduced my gas bill by 40%. Wow. Whoa. That's a, that's a will definitely reduce your gas bill, like I said, from, from beginning. I had, a, I had a tank-type gas hot water uh, heater as well. And this is, and I did this. This measurement during the during the summer, so you know, I compared summer summer bill of uh, wow. at the post as opposed to this the same period during the the pre, and and that's the saving that I got out of that thing, but, and it's it's still cranking twenty years later. I, I just uh, descaled it last fall for the first time, and there wasn't much scale buildup at all because here the water is pretty good so you know let let me ask while i got you but bob you're at at how how many years are you with this you said 20 yeah 20 20 20 years is he you can get 20 plus years out of a a tankless water heater really it's all it's all just a lot of it's based on um you actually having that descale um it's water quality as well right yeah as long as you keep it um Descaled and your water quality is good. You're going to get 20 plus years out of a, a tankless water heater. Fantastic. I mean, that's the, the longevity of those things is what's so impressive. Because yeah. a, a normal water heater, I mean, listen, they claim that you're <laughs> going to get a decade of use. It's no, it's like it five years? to eight years. Yeah. Well, so if well, it's five to eight years, but what happens after five to eight years? It blows water all <laughs> over. Exactly. Right. So right. now, not only are you replacing your water heater, you're you remediating the damage that yeah. it caused when it failed. Well, these tankless might be three or four times the cost of a of a normal water heater, but they're going to last three or four times Absolutely. longer. Absolutely. Yeah, Bob, thank you. I mounted it outside, so I I recovered the space in my garage. That's also a bonus. Efficiency yeah, is, is a bonus. Best. Yeah. Absolutely. Good call, Bob. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, Bob. This is making your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. All right, if we want to contact Streamline Services, we go to what website? The website you can find us at is smileteamnow.com. And what telephone number? You can give us a call at 919-598-1000. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. What website? Uh, finchpainting.com or phone number is 919-609-7759. And his last name, F-I-N-C-H. Yes, sir. Just look at him on Google and Triangle Radiant Barrier. That's right, TriangleRadiantBarrier.com, or call us at 919-986-8808. We are going to be back next week with some experts on making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF.